This audio experience was brought to you by Courage Media Group. We hope that you enjoy this audio experience and have the time of your life. Tejan talks about entrepreneurship, animation, movies, genres, news, and more. Enjoy the audio experience with Tejan. What is going on today, guys? Uh, I'm going to be talking about the Instagram Reels release. I don't know how to feel about it. Many people think it's a knockoff and we're just getting started. So what is Instagram Reels? Instagram Reels is a, well, really it's a clone of TikTok. And people really just feel they can literally see and feel that uh, Instagram did not really try too much. It just kind of feels like their stories with the ability to edit what parts go in. That's what the Instagram Reels feel like. Um, and I've been talking about Instagram Reels in my last podcast. If you haven't listened to episode three, four, um, I talk about Instagram and TikTok a lot um, and even Snapchat. Uh, so even even with this whole thing, I just think it's very interesting. So if you haven't, you know, updated your phone yet or you, you can't update to the update yet, uh, Instagram Reels allows you to use music to make short form content. So before on your stories, you could put a song or something like that, but you couldn't really speak over it or uh, you couldn't really put text over it and be moving around. It, it just wasn't really made. Instagram stories wasn't really made for uh, a TikTok experience. It was really made for a Snapchat experience. You put something up there, you say what you say, and then that's it. Um, so with this whole Instagram Reels release, it kind of changes the form of Instagram. Uh, Instagram for years has been trying to shift away from the standalone post something to the actual stories uh, because their data shows that people really, really, really want to watch uh, short form content. That meaning the stories. That's why there's so much emphasis on that. When you go to your Instagram at the top, there's bubbles that show that that Instagram uh, story is live. People click on that versus scrolling through everything. And even with uh, Snapchat, although people have migrated away from Snapchat, uh, numbers still show that Snapchat uh, is still a viable competitor to it all because people still stick around. Like if you're on Snapchat, you stay on Snapchat at least for as long as you can. Uh, most people that have friends and they, they talk to them, they text them and stuff like that, that makes them more viable to go ahead and stay on the platform and uh, use the story function. Um, so right now, with the Instagram Reels release, it does feel like a shady knockoff. Everybody already realized this when they actually introduced the first time, for the first time, the Instagram uh, story function. Everybody's like, oh, Snapchat's going to die and Snapchat's going to do this. Snapchat did lose a lot. People stopped going on Snapchat for a little bit and numbers dropped dramatically, but then people slowly came back. It's not as high as it was before where people use Snapchat uh, for all the functions that it was intended for, but, you know, it was like uh, it didn't completely kill it. It just kind of took the, the, the shine from it. You know, it's like this is the only place you can do it. Well, now you can do it on Instagram. TikTok, that's the only place you can do dances and have music and stuff like that. Now it's not. Um, stealing the shine from your competitors does make you uh, uh, more sexy in a, in a way. It's like if you start getting dull and, 
and stuff like that putting a little shine on yourself is going to make you a little bit more attractive so with this whole instagram reels release i think that is also a great tool for businesses um, a lot of people are skeptical of how you know they can't really have fun with it and stuff like that but it might be more fun in a sense for people to do, put out more content with their long form content. So what do I mean by that? Well, also Instagram did release IGTV. They didn't put much care towards it. It was supposed to be the, the YouTube killer. Um, but also in that same, uh, how do I say, in that same fell swoop, it also made it a viable spot for long form content. So people went from making short form content um, and pictures and stuff like that from the stories. And then they started making longer videos. They started posting their YouTube stuff on Instagram as well, changing the landscape. So now people are looking at vertical format a lot harder. Uh, so Instagram did start something. So it's like when you're a big enough company and you start making other companies move because you started something, um, I, I would say you're a trendsetter, even if, uh, uh, things move slowly. TikTok did start something, but Instagram seeing that and being a bigger dog, that means that people are going to take uh, TikTok more seriously. Instead of it being um, this place where little kids are doing stuff, now it's seen as a a business tool that everybody can use. Um, like even with the whole Instagram reels, like I was saying before, it is a viable tool for businesses. Instead of you posting. Let's say you uh, do, let's say you do hairstyling. Let's say you're a female salon artist and you like to do hair. Um, instead of uh, posting those uh, a long form, five minute, 10 minute, 20 minute video of you showing how you do hair, what you can do is show off the products that you use. Or what you can do is show how to braid. You can show a five second, 20 second video on the, the correct form on how to braid. And you can make multiple videos on the different styles of braiding. Box braids, uh, what's it called? I forget all the ones. I'm supposed to be this person. But anyways, you know what I mean? It's like you can you can make many different uh, videos on that. And that probably doesn't take it away from your long form content. People will see the short form content, go to the link inside your bio, and then follow you wherever else you do. So if you put out 20 videos, and it only takes you an hour to make those 20 videos about hair and people watch them and then they're liking them and then they're sharing them. It actually gives you more exposure on Instagram. And if you think about it, the reason why Instagram has shifted away, they shifted away from the exposure aspect to retaining your friends and your following. So if you got a big following, your followers are more likely to see your stuff because that's what the algorithm on Instagram loves more than any of the other ones. Um, to contrast, TikTok is all about finding new followers and new engagement all the time. Whereas Instagram was initially like that, they shifted towards the individualized um, aspect. So now, if you have um, videos and stuff, then you're 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 more likely to have um, your friends and family see it before that stuff. That's why people don't want to post their TikTok stuff on Instagram Reels because it feels too personal in a way. So I would say use it for business. Even if you're uh, a person who make candles, you can show some process of you making candles or you can show off you uh, shipping those candles to 20,000 people 
or if you're uh like i said a hairstylist you could show you doing like 12 seconds of haircut and then you just uh speak over the 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 video saying how you did the haircut and you put it on instagram your friends and your family will be like omg i did not know you do this stuff all the time and all all i needed was 20 seconds to see how good you were you know um that's how good it is. It's good for service people. It is even um, better for office people. Even if you were, for example, a office paper shipping company, um, then it's like you could show off your inner Dunder Mifflin and show off how you can uh, ship off paper than, better than the rest of the people or make dumb jokes or try to shoot paper in a basket 20 times over to show how boring it is. But the way people's attention span works today, you can totally 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 um, make a whole lot of views and a whole lot of likes off of those videos like that so what is my take on Instagram reels Instagram reels is going to be a knockoff for now but it's going to be a solid tool in your arsenal for later um, especially uh, with the fact that artists uh, this is a PSA artists graphic designers video makers if you have not already start making your own filters start making your own filters uh, it'll be a nice tool. I've already started making my own filters. So let's say you're a paper business or something like that. I can help you make filters for your your Instagram, is, uh, your Instagram and, and Snapchat. But if you're out there and you're an artist, make some filters for your page. Because when Instagram starts getting big and your grandma and your parents and then all the younger ones want to start posting on Instagram reels, they'll realize that you make stuff, that you make these things. And you can make possibly however much money that you want off of making filters for other people. So this is just an option. You don't have to do it this way. This is not the only way to make money or make recognition off of Instagram Reels for artists. But um, this is just a viable option. If people can see that you make great drawings as well as making filters, you're, you're better off. Just saying. So uh, that's enough for the Instagram Reels. We're going to go ahead and move on to the next tech innovation that we see, the Galaxy Note 20. All right, so look, the Galaxy Note 20 Plus Ultra. I know some of y'all are probably iPhone fans. Y'all like, oh, Tay's going to talk about some, some boring stuff. But no, the iPhone has nothing on the next Galaxy that's coming out. Like legit, um... I've always been a Galaxy fan. The first phone that I seen was the Galaxy uh, Note 3, I think. The Galaxy Note 3, my cousin had it. I saw it. It was okay. He was like, yeah, it's kind of waterproof and stuff like that. I thought it was pretty all right. But yeah, me having the, the, the Note, I, I was able to actually get the Note. Um, which one was it? The Note. Actually, the Note 4. So when the Note 4 came out, that's when I had that one. Um, it was late upgrade because I think they was doing the next ones. But I had the Note 4. And then I upgraded to the S line, the regular S line, um, going to the S8, 9, 10, 11, 12. I held on to that 4 for a while because I liked it. It was powerful, had a better camera than all the, the generations all the way up until the the newest um, line, the 8s, because, you know, 7 blew up. But then I got onto the S8 line. Um, that was pretty cool. And then I switched over back to the the Note 8. And then I got the Note 9. And here I am with the Note 10, waiting for the Note 20 to come out. 
man, so the, the Note 20 it has some amazing specs. Um, it's supposed to come with a 120 uh, hertz screen. Um, I don't know if any of y'all noticed, but the, the higher the refresh rate, the smoother the screen. So it's like, it's buttery smooth. <laughs> it's buttery smooth on, on 1080p. Um, so to have 60 hertz is normal. You have it right now. You can't, you can't really tell the difference from what you're going to have at this moment. Um, but, uh, you have the choice between 90 hertz and 120 hertz. And that's, that's a very silky smooth experience. Um, by the way, this, this episode isn't sponsored. I just really like, uh, Galaxy, uh, devices. Um, the next note is actually supposed to be like 6.7 inches. So that's actually like 0.4 inches bigger than the note 10 right now. Um, what they did was a little trick. The, the 10 is actually the same size as the note nine, but they got rid of more of the bezel. So the screen takes up more of the device. So now the, the Note 10 is actually uh, the same size as the 9, the Note 9, but it's got a bigger screen because it takes up more of the space with the O, uh, I believe they call it the O experience with the, um, the punch hole display. But uh, the Galaxy Note 20 is supposed to have 6.7. Uh, if you get the Ultra, the Ultra is supposed to have 6.9. So that's almost 7 inches. And I believe their older one had a 7-inch phone but like a six inch screen uh, back in the day. But the, the Ultra has a huge screen and that's the one that has the the better screen, the 120 hertz screen. So if you are looking for the 120 hertz display, I believe you're supposed to get the, the, the Note 20 Ultra. Um, they did upgrade some of the specs within the, the, the S Pen. And personally, I love the X Pen, the S Pen experience. I've always uh, loved drawing. I like drawing and stuff like that. Taking notes is very fun. If, for example, if somebody's like, hey, I want to get your, I, I want to uh, contact you. Here's my number. I'd be like, oh, click out the pen. They're like, oh my gosh, you, you have a pen in your phone? I'm like, yeah. It's always a great part of the trick and fun to show off when you can just take out a pen and have people write down their phone number for later. And uh, they kind of make it easy. So it's like when you save it, it can read the number and you can just copy and paste it into your uh, your phone, you know, to make the phone call or whatever. But yeah, very good screens. Um, they amped up the, the little um, gestures that they had for the, um, for the initial design. The gestures for the S Pen, of course, that I'm talking about. Uh, before, the Note 9 didn't have any gestures besides up and down um, and then if you hovered a little bit over the screen, you could press the button and it do some cool stuff. But the Note 10 was able to go ahead and do AR doodles. You were able to control your device from far away. The Bluetooth is a lot better. You can have more than uh, two, three Bluetooth devices connected to your phone at once, including the S Pen. So it's like uh, pretty far out um, with the amount of devices it can connect to at once. Um, and it's pretty cool. Um, knowing now that I have the S10, I can tell that the cameras is pretty great. You get 4K 30 frames per second with the front camera. That's the front camera. That's the selfie camera. With the selfie camera, that's pretty nice, even on my phone. Uh, but I prefer to dumb it down to the 1080p sometimes and use the 60 frames per second because it gives a better experience and is more concise. Because um, after so much, there after amping up the the camera so much, it starts to dumb down. 
the sharpness. So you really need some good lighting if you're going to use this front camera at 4K. Um, yeah, so it, unlikely that doesn't translate over to all your apps. So your TikTok is still going to be a bad experience if you're using selfie camera on TikTok. Um, but yeah, on the Note 20 Plus, uh, they amped up the, the front selfie camera to a 10 megapixel dual AF sense um, camera with a 2.2 aperture, which is pretty good. Uh, that means they can see more. It can better blur out the camera, uh, the background, so it doesn't have to do all that uh, software tricks that iPhone actually does. They actually did more with the cameras so that they can do more with the software, whereas uh, Samsung does more with the hardware so they can do more with the software, um, which is a it's, a it's a small difference that you'll notice, but uh, not too much that it'll make a huge difference. Uh, but the with the rear camera. This is where the fun is at with the rear camera on the Galaxy Note 20 and the 20 Ultra. I'm gonna just skip to the Ultra real quick. The Ultra has three cameras. They had they added the 108 megapixel wide angle camera lens. Uh, the one that they showed off on the S20 and it had the thousand times zoom. I think they reduced the zoom to about 70 times, so that way it's not um, blowing up their phones and stuff like that. But they added the 108 megapixels, so now you can go up to 8K if you want to with the Ultra. Um, they also have the ultra-wide camera lens, so now it can see more of the background with the rear camera. They have the telephoto camera, the space zoom. Oh, the space zoom goes to 50 times, so they, they halved it. Um, but with uh, zooming, there's virtual zoom and there's actual zoom. So um, it's actually a parlor trick. So knowing this... I want you guys to know this. Note this down. When you take uh, a picture, your phone with their phone. When you take a picture with your phone, um, it actually crops in to the picture. So it's like uh, having a big uh, uh, megapixel camera. That's like filling in all the blanks, so that way you can actually just zoom in onto the picture itself. Whereas uh, a physical zoom, like a regular camera, will actually move the the lens to zoom in and zoom out. So uh, the normal DSLR cameras will zoom in and zoom out using the actual lens and the, the phone cameras will crop into an image through software to zoom in. So having a big uh, megapixel camera will actually help them do the, the, the finessing of the camera. Uh, is it bad? Not necessarily, but when you have more megapixels than most digital uh, DSLR cameras, you know, you can get away with hiding some things. Um, so it's like the, the camera is pretty amazing. So basically you're getting uh, a DSLR experience with having any of the notes at this point. Having any of the notes, you can turn it on to pro mode and you can play with all the features that you would if you had a regular camera. So camera enthusiast or anybody that got this thing uh, with phones and stuff like that, if you're a tech enthusiast, you're getting a high quality camera experience with the Note lineup and the newest uh, S uh, lineup. Um, not only does uh, the camera do good, the screen is amazing. I already spoke on how the, the screen uh, has gone up to um, 120 hertz, but the screen has also uh, gone up to HDR um, uh, plus. They added more tones. Um, more megapixels and I mean not megapixel, but they have a deeper um, uh, DPI onto their screen
So this only adds on to the experience. And I believe if you pre-order it right now, they'll give you the Xbox Game Pass. They'll also add in the... Uh, they'll give you the Xbox Game Pass. They'll give you an Xbox controller if you pre-order it. And um, some other things. I think it comes with like BTS learning courses and all that. But uh, that's if you're a BTS fan. I'm not necessarily a BTS fan. Um, but, you know... If you upgrade now to the Note 20, it's got some, some a nice camera, it's got a nice screen, it's got a longer battery life, it's got wireless charging, it's got the charge up into, if you charge up to 80% in 30 minutes, uh, it, they also upgraded to 5G, so it having 5G capabilities, now you'll have faster internet at certain places, if you got AT&T and stuff like that. Um, yeah, and then I think they also debuted a whole new feature with two new features, actually. So, as you know, or if you don't know, iPhone and Mac has been, uh, uh, Apple has been trying to, to merge their their iPad line and their MacBook line into one being of ARM architecture. So if you don't know what that means, it's basically they're moving on to make their MacBooks a phone and their iPads into a MacBook so that they both end up being the same power and save Apple money by producing their own chips. But Samsung has been doing their own little bit of uh, tech wizardry by adding a desktop experience to all their newest phones. So all their new phones are able to use a mode called Samsung DeX. Samsung DeX is kind of like a Chromebook experience. You plug up your phone to your already, you know, if you already have a Windows computer, you plug up your phone. And when you plug up your phone, um, the desktop experience will mirror from your phone onto your uh, Windows computer screen. And it, I, from personal use, is very good. I used it for school a lot. Um, you know, I, instead of using my computer, my Wi-Fi and stuff like that, I can use my phone's Internet, which is a lot faster and better than trying to use the hotspot off of my phone to use it. So it's like in a school case, it's very good. All you gotta do is plug it up and it works. There's no real problems behind it. Um, I think once or twice I've ran into a display issue where um, where it wasn't sized up correctly and it was too small instead of too big. But they added the Samsung DeX feature so that when you mirror cast your screen to a device, it'll give you that um, same experience. So instead of having the wires hooked up, I can actually do it wirelessly and still use the same peripherals that are on my computer for my phone. Pretty cool because I haven't seen any any other instance of this where you can use another device's thing for your phone. So, I mean, that's, that's pretty cool. Um, and they also added the ultra wideband. They call it a UWB. This ultra wideband thing is, is um, basically the iPhone point point and share feature that they added so android 11 is supposed to add the quick share feature something that samsung devices have already had but it's supposed to be integrated with the android system so with the quick share feature you're able to share uh items to you know files and stuff to people that are close by or nearby or devices that have the quick share feature on just like airdrop all iphone devices have airdrop if you turn on airdrop you can share a picture and stuff like that to somebody else who accepts it. Um, so something that Android has been working on very hard to get it in. But Samsung already had an instance with that with their own devices. Um, and that's why the ultra wideband is only for Samsung devices at this moment. So until 
all the phones get on board with the UWB where they can do the point point to share, it'll be a thing. But right now it's just Wi-Fi based um, airdrop. Uh, so this is about it. This is going to wrap up the episode today. Thank you guys for listening. It's a privilege to go ahead and uh, uh, share my opinions, my views and such with you guys. Um, like I said, I might talk about politics at one point. I will give you a warning. Um, regardless, uh, I'm not in any particular party. Whatever is fair is fair, and that's the one I go with. I'm just putting it out there right now because some people are very, very uh, sensitive to things that's going on in our day and age. Just know I don't take any particular size with anybody. Just whoever does the right thing and who is doing the right thing. And if they do the wrong thing, I will criticize. But anyways, honor, privilege to talk to you guys. Thanks for listening to The Red and Yellow with your host, Tejan. Follow Courage Media Group on all social media platforms, wherever they might be. Podcasts on YouTube, videos on YouTube. Um, follow us on Instagram and IGTV. We post there as well. Um, and have a good day. Thank you. See you soon on The Red and Yellow. We hope you enjoyed this audio experience. More is on the way. So make sure you subscribe and follow on all social media. Found at Courage Media Group on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and more. Follow Courage Media wherever you can. And make sure you have the time of your life.